started playing the Dead Space remake as soon as I finished that. Well, yeah, uh, I'm only like three chapters in at the moment. And is your hot take that it's actually bad? No, my hot take is that it's not a hot take. It's a pretty lukewarm take that that is like, this is my bar for remakes now because that game is really fucking good. Oh, okay. Uh, it is. It, yeah, it just it does everything that it should. Isaac talks now in the first game, which is nice, and they even got Gunnar Wright to come back and voice him, who voiced Isaac in Dead Space 2 and 3. Um, also, I it does create a very funny effect in the opening cutscene of it. Uh, like, the first half of the opening cutscene, they basically didn't change any of the dialogue from the original, except for Isaac has lines. He just kind of pipes in now. Yeah, but it creates this very funny effect in that first conversation where Isaac is piping in, but everyone just seems to be kind of ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen to me. Listen to me! Yeah, it's like, I think Kendra still has the first line after you come out of your phone call, or watching the recording of Nicole, who's just like, uh, you really miss her, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I really do. I'm looking forward to seeing her again. And then she just walks away. <laughs> like, well, doesn't... <laughs> Well, I, for one, am happy that Gunner Wright, star of Taco Bell Nacho Fries Retrieval, managed to get another voice acting credit. I don't know how to tell you that while the rest of Gunner Wright's uh, (laughs) filmography is not great, he is, like, perfect in the role of Isaac. Isaac Um, Clark was in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, Look, we incredible. all kind of forget PlayStation. Kratos is in there too, and so is like <laughs> that's so at least a PlayStation property. So is Big I mean, Daddy. I think Dead Space. No, Dead Space wasn't exclusive, but I think it had some exclusive content for PlayStation. I don't quite remember. Fascinating. Um, you don't remember all the fucking hot characters from PlayStation Battle Royale, like Big Daddy. <laughs> Isaac Big Daddy Clark. was also there, which is not a PlayStation <laughs> exclusive. That's true. Although I remember Bio- Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. Man. I remember Bioshock Infinite on the PS3 was like the only version that just by default came with a copy of Bioshock One. So like, I, they had some kind of deal <laughs> with Sony. Yeah. So and there was just go. like a lot of their characters everyone knows them for. Uh yeah. Although I remember Bioshock being like the thing they sold the Xbox 360 with. Like, that was, like, a big deal for Xbox, but it wasn't exclusive, but they really People went hard on advertising. I think it was, I think it was like, exclusive Bioshock for a year. Was. Yeah, it might have been. You know, it was big, but I just remember it was specifically Microsoft was using it to sell the 360. Yeah, I think it was uh, on the 360 first. It might have done that. It was, like, one of the biggest series that went out on a critical high note that has now looked severely down upon, and it has been 10 years since a Bioshock product, pretty much. Well, because yeah, like, which I mean, Kim I guess Levine we're getting dissolved the studio after he was done with it, and then did nothing. Yeah, but like, well, now we're even getting, uh, even two K was like, I guess we're just done with this stuff. I guess, yeah. Well, well, isn't isn't he directing a new game now, like Judas yeah, or whatever? He is it's Judas, called? yeah, Judas is yeah, his which new game based on the tiny bit they've shown about it looks pretty in line with his style. Someone so we'll has made they've out. made one they've made like some Bioshock ripoffs. The most recent being Atomic Heart, which. 
rough. They that the people still know how to make those games, so you know, it just <laughs> is what it is. There's a well, fucking moment to... where in Atomic yeah. Heart where they go underwater and they say like no joke lot like it's a word like this is like a rapture. And I'm like, I hate this. I hate video games again. It's you, Patrick that's, Bateman. You're the American psycho. That's yes. on par with, there's a moment in Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, because uh, you can train with like the characters from the series. Mm-hmm. And if you're training with Goku, when you finish either his like second to last or last training mission, uh, he goes, man, it's been a ranking blast training with you which is straight up how sean shemmel delivers the line and Horrible. dragon ball raging blast is a completely different dragon ball video game series <laughs> and i just thought that was silly <laughs> and i love that i I love that sean shemmel was aware of how fucking dumb it was and just leaned all the way in <laughs> But we're not here like... to talk about a Dragon Ball video game. No, we're I want to say one about... last thing about Atomic Heart before I forget. Oh. They fucking just oh. steal the Annihilation song from Annihilation, the part where it's like the like end of the movie where it was like... They like yeah, like the best literally, piece of music. That, song, that song's literally in an Atomic Heart. Like they, they just licensed it? or I have no just... idea if they licensed it or did like just enough distinct... Distinctly is... not the same. But yeah. it literally is the same song and i was literally losing my fucking like a mind. song song or orchestration song like orchestration the orchestration okay. version of it but i guess like it, it's it's a russian company that makes it and russia really is a little lighter with copyright laws in general with their own stuff so like if i mean okay well you can find soviet cinema on youtube really easily but there's that was owned by the soviet union which isn't here anymore <laughs> pretty pretty hard for someone to come copyright strike it <laughs> I, i'm just gonna like link this 15 second clip in general for this audio podcast i just i just need you all to listen to it i just want your general reaction of if you i think we've all seen annihilation at least i hope we have that's a good ass movie great movie that you just listen to and go yeah all right uh i'm, I'm waiting for it some shit posting <laughs> i love that we have a shit posting chat i say yeah i made it yeah, you the creator. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew we needed it. Yeah, yeah for this thing. specific moment. Yeah, I think that is literally the same. That's not even like they tried to recreate it. That's the track. I, I think there are like the track. different parts, but the parts you know are the literal exact same. I think you could. There is some things to say here. There's a successful lawsuit. <laughs> that could be well i don't know because then we're dealing with international i also don't know becomes... if they did license it or not they might have they licensed could have it. that's even crazier to me that if you were just like yeah. fuck it we can't go with music i don't know take the annihilation song when to well, be fair the sometimes annihilation part... you just hear the perfect piece of music and it's like <laughs> fuck it why try let's just buy why that try yeah, why do i even the soundtrack the to guardians of the galaxy so i don't know if they actually just stole it or if it's distinct or what, but it is in there and it is wild. And it's in a moment it where it does not connect to like because that like game doesn't, doesn't have a pl- there's no part where you're like that's a mysterious horrifying being. You literally get told the plot by a robot who just goes like here is the plot you fucking idiot I hate you. And you go oh okay. Well, 
Speaking of mysterious, horrifying beings, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of World's Strongest Podcast, Kai. I'm your host, Zach, and these are my co-hosts, Chase. You can just steal music now. You can just you can just take it and put it in shit. It's called sampling. And, and Thomas. Hi, Zach. That's Nobody's one of my watching. favorite transitions you've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, today we're talking about Dragon Ball Z Kai, episodes 76, 77, and 78. So, the summaries. DBZ Kai, episode 76. Tien's desperate attack. Save your friends, Goku. In case there was any doubt as to what happens in this episode, Tien unleashes a barrage of tri-beams that give 18 and 16 enough time to flee to another island, but leave Tien totally depleted of energy. But just before Cell can finish him off, Goku steps in with instant transmission and takes Tien and the barely breathing Piccolo back to the lookout for sensu beans. <laughs> While they're trying to formulate a new plan, Vegeta and Trunks step out of the time machine and rush to Cell. Meanwhile... Krillin gets the detonator from Bulma and heads towards 18. A lot actually happens in that episode. That's one of my longer summaries I've written for it, but I was like, I, all of this is important. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> episode 77. Beyond Super Saiyan, Vegeta confronts the monster cell. Goku and Gohan step into the time chamber to start training, with Goku focusing on making Gohan a Super Saiyan. Meanwhile, Vegeta and Trunks arrive just as Cell is about to destroy the island with 18 and 16. With Vegeta powering up to a form beyond Super Saiyan and delivering a massive beatdown to semi-perfect Cell. Which gets us to episode 78. Cell on the verge of defeat. Krillin, destroy Android 18. Uh, Vegeta grows tired of his beatdown on Cell, but Cell begins to play to Vegeta's pride telling him that he'd get a better fight if he let Cell absorb 18 and achieve his perfect form. Something that interests Vegeta. Meanwhile, oh, no. Krillin arrives, but can't bring himself to push the button and kill 18, so he steps out to confront her. So, episode 76. I love that this episode just starts and Tien is just blasting. <laughs> so anyways, it starts blasting. Yeah, I don't know if that... I can't remember. Is there even a recap, or does it just open with TN? Just I think just oh, TN just cell. fucking shotgunning, just cell going with at his it. Life force. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple episodes do that recently. Just get right to it, which I appreciate. But it is just like a little jarring that you're like you open the you know we start the episode and you just see TN his a close up of his face and just <laughs> like shooting off energy at him. Look, you don't need any more context than that. You don't, but it is uh, it is fun. Uh, and I will say, despite this just being, like, somebody standing in one spot in the air shooting Key Blast at another person, the character work on Cell, like, character animation work with Cell, and the lighting effects here really sell this moment for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the way Cell reacts every time he gets hit with it because you can see he's not really taking damage which is no it's like uh, you know those old like vi viral videos whenever somebody would like open a door and there's a big wind cannon behind the door and they go flying backwards that's yeah. what's yeah. happening to sell every time he gets hit yeah like you can see the way he like bows his back as he's getting blasted with each of these that gives a lot of like physical weight to tn's tri-beams mm -hmm. uh 
which you don't really see the beam itself. It's almost like you just see the light because Cell is completely enveloped in it. Yeah, it's more just just kind of like he's shot. Tien's kind of put it mildly, doing like a big flashlight that has the force of a dump truck behind it. Yeah. Which, it's really interesting because we, I feel like we haven't seen a blast conveyed this way. Where it's almost like we're seeing the effects of the blast more than the actual attack. Um, Well, we haven't since the last time he did the tri-beam, which just kind of vaporized the uh, tournament floor. True. This is, yeah, I guess we haven't really, uh, well, he did one tri-beam to Nappa. Like, that was like the last thing he did before he died. Uh, oh yeah fight. i guess he did that didn't work yeah. it is funny to think we've only had the tri-beam come out in canon three times uh yeah, it's, it's really very... it's a rare move it's too powerful you should be using yeah. it more it's probably more of a sign <laughs> of how little tn has been around in some of the later material than it is a sign of how often tn uses this attack because yeah. like honestly this punch is way above his weight class he should be pulling it out more like the destructo disc yeah and it it has an appropriate drawback for something that can potentially hit above your power level is that yeah but you're putting like beyond your key your like physical body is going into this almost like we got dragon balls it'll be fine yeah this is tn's last big outing uh spoilers i guess but this is like (laughs) the last time tn really gets to have a good oorah moment and it's it's so good like i'm it doesn't really it does a little bit in that, like, this distracts and keeps Cell busy long enough for 16 and 18 to fly to a different island. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I'm glad it did something. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a TN win. He didn't. The only thing he was trying to do was delay Cell. Yeah, because even TN knew, like, I can't kill Cell. I couldn't kill Cell in his last form. I definitely can't kill Cell now. But... I might be able to slow him down just enough for 16 and 18 to get out of here or 18 to blow herself up. Whatever she's going to do, like, <laughs> I can I can buy her a couple, like, minutes, maybe. I would say, like, based on the time dilation of fights in Dragon Ball and how oh, who the a hell minute knows? of screen time does not equal a minute of time passed, I'm going to say this maybe bought a full minute. Maybe, like, three minutes at most. That's all you need, baby. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, everybody's moving at, like, the speed of sound, (laughs) so I think they're going to be fine. Uh, As soon as fight starts, you just have to accept that a minute on screen is not a minute. Uh, It's at least, like, two. Learned that lesson the hard way on Namek. Mm -hmm. We spent three years in one fight, but technically it was more, maybe a couple minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But this is when, like, after 16 and 18 get away... Like, Tien just looks... Like, you can see how much this took from him. Because he's, like, sweaty, he's panting, and he just, like, slowly kind of lists to the ground before, like, settling down there. Um, And you can see that Cell is pretty unbothered by all of this. Like, there is no visible damage on him. He is just annoyed. (laughs) Which... He, like, kicks TN, like, fucking 30 feet away as he's telling him, like, what you did was significant, but I can't believe someone so insignificant, like, delayed me this way. (laughs) First of all, how fucking dare you? Second of all, die. Yeah. (laughs) 
So yeah, and he gets ready to fucking big bang attack him based on like how he positions himself in his hand. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's ready for this. Which I guess I don't know how if he'd know that move. Just because it seems how does that he usually... know any of the moves? He would, yeah. Well, no, it's in the genes. Yep. It's in the genes, yeah. brother. And he watched. He watched That's the how tapes. you learn techniques. He watched the tapes. Well, yeah, I assume <laughs> that the the computer is also feeding him like information as he was being grown. But like, he comes from a timeline where Vegeta died, most likely before achieving Super Saiyan. Yeah, he dies at seventeen. Uh, is like what the guy says. So like, he probably fucking hardcore died. Yeah, probably. But he didn't. Yeah, he didn't get a fun like fucking neck snap or arm break. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get off scot free like that. He got fucking dunked. God, the scale that we're dealing with with fights and injuries that that's getting off easy. <laughs> that's so a show. It's like a slap on the wrist thing. for Vegeta. Honestly. Yeah. It's, I feel like that's a problem in a lot of shonen anime where they establish that somebody can get like a hole blown in them and keep fighting. So it starts Literally, to make it like um, so. That's our show. also Piccolo. Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> right now. True. I mean, Demon well, King first, Piccolo, like, also known as yeah. guy who gets literally half his body vaporized and is like, nah, fam, that's just what happens to you sometimes when you're out here with the real ones. Now allow me to spit up an egg the size of my yeah. head from somewhere. With oh, I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah, 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 time to become see, an I was egg thinking man. Piccolo in this scene. I was even thinking King Piccolo, who managed just to spit out an egg after Goku rips <laughs> his My man whole Piccolo has survived two direct chess blowouts. <laughs> well, his back walls literally gone after a <laughs> Goku-infused being has attacked him, and yet he comes back again, stronger I mean, and harder. Like, this time he didn't take it straight through the, like, center mass. He kind of took it to the side. I don't know. I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his gi right now, and there's a big hole in the back of it. True. But, uh, yeah, no, this is when Goku instant transmits his way over there, which I, I do love. This is the first time we have had Goku and Cell meet each other, and Cell is just, Cell is just so fucked up by the idea of instant transmission. (laughs) It's so good. yeah, Goku's like, damn, you do look ugly. She's <laughs> like, damn, Goku. I think he calls him monstrous. You fucked up guy, aren't you? You yeah. little fucked up guy. So, <laughs> what, hey, whoa. Well, that's yeah. mean. Though it is like, it shows a good amount. Not that I think Goku isn't self-aware, when at least when written by Toriyama. Uh, at least in terms of combat. But it shows a nice amount of self-awareness from Goku when Goku is like standing there, got a hand on Tien, and he's like, I can't beat you now. But tomorrow, I'm going to kick your ass. Give me a day. That's all I need. Yeah. Coach, Um, put me the fuck in. Yeah, which (laughs) twice we have, like, Cell tries to get a pot shot in on Goku, and Goku just instant transmits, because he feels, which, you know, shows how faint and how close to death Piccolo really is, despite what we've said. Uh, (laughs) Is that, like, Goku doesn't feel Piccolo's energy until he's, like, right next to him, and that's when he's finally, like... Oh shit, there is something here. <laughs> All right, Piccolo's here. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, up to, dr- up we're not out of Dragon felt- Ball yet, boys. We're not out of Dragon <laughs> Balls yet. Well, they are out of Dragon Balls right now. <laughs> but yeah, it does show like, yeah, Piccolo really barely makes it <laughs> through this encounter. The only reason he makes it is because Goku feels his presence and then transmit him back to the lookout so that he and Tien can take some sensu beans. Um,. I just wanted to point out, it was here, listening to this scene, 
was when I started noticing to me, I was like, and this is maybe just me. I don't know. But Damien Clark, who voices Cell, uh, his voice for Imperfect Cell, the more I heard it, the more I was like, this is actually like a perfect midpoint between his voice for First Form Cell and Perfect Cell. He was like, you kind of hear the monstrous part of it a little bit. You hear, mm-hmm. like, the raspiness, but you also start to hear the grandstanding, like, the the more eloquent version of him. Yeah, it is a good bridge, and I liked that, like, uh, I kind of noticed when Tien was was hitting him over the head with the tri-beam that, like, his, like, pain screams are the imperfect, imperfect cell voice. Yeah, I noticed that, too, which I was like, I wasn't sure how I felt about that. I was like, that's an acting choice. I don't know. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and it could denote, like, the idea that he's just, like, god damn, like, that's his his more monstrous side coming in as he's, like, losing composure a bit. Because he is, mm-hmm. while he is not physically hurt, he is very shaken up about the fact Angry. that Tien was even able to slow him down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, Cell like. is kind of like, I should not have even been affected by this in any way. I, and the fact that you did that pisses me off. It it is also Which, so utterly weird that this whole plan does work, because, as we know, if you're strong enough, you just fucking do not get phased by anything in this series. You get hit by a fucking Mac-10 truck, and you're like, I just couldn't stand there, my key's so big, what are you gonna do about it, you little, little bitch baby? And then Cell's like, oh, fuck, Jesus Christ, and like, well, that didn't really hurt at all, but man, you really stopped me. And yeah. I don't know how or why that makes sense. I like the moment, but I just don't. Uh-huh. I don't the logistics get it. are a little weird. Like because remember, it's a- Piccolo, a person who is understandably one hundred billion times stronger than Tien, probably right now. Literally, God mode. He is a super. He's past Super Saiyan. Piccolo it's a Super Namekian. unleashes his shotgun blast, massive move that takes all of his power. Cell casually walks through it like lamau good move if you if you were a baby and i was like and then we're like that sucks for him and tn just does like a, like 10 of his moves and imperfect cell that actual being that is incredibly powerful stronger than anything we've ever known semi-perfect it's like cell. oh semi-perfect cell. sorry not imperfect cell. Yeah, semi-perfect yeah. cell imperfect like, is <laughs> to that and i'm like don't know why this is happening i enjoy it it is i do find it one of those things that i'm like it's a good moment that I feel like, as always, I don't understand why it's happening sometimes in this show when they how they establish power levels and stuff. It's cool that it happens, though. Like, yeah, all, I feel so like all we're learning is that Tien is the one who should have been wished to Namek. Tien should have been wished to Namek. I feel like it denotes a... Um, that's the way to put it. it. It denotes both a strength and a, a weakness. That A double-edged sword of Dragon Ball in that, like... Toriyama has very loosely defined what key is, <laughs> like what it does, like that whole power system, mm-hmm. which means that it can kind of do what you need it to do in a scene, which can be a strength because it's flexible and lets you do shit like this, but also it creates inconsistency where like, I yeah, think, you do have. Yeah, I think the key being this kind of like vague thing would work better if we weren't almost always acutely aware of where everybody stands next to each other in terms of strength. Yeah. Or at least like a vague notion. Uh-huh. Yeah, or just, I, I think they should just be okay with having more tech moves. Like we mm-hmm, can just yeah. say Tien's fucking tri-beam blast has knockback to it. 
while every other move just is like a, a pure damaging thing. So it doesn't really push you back that much or something. Or like mm-hmm. the, like how the solar flare, no matter who does it, still it makes still my balls hurt. Everybody. It still yeah. makes yeah. my eyes hurt. It's it's kind of it makes me think of a moment from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which is a way to say you know later Shonen took the torch from this and you know worked with and it and improved it, yeah, yeah. Where like Gojo makes a big point of using his cursed energy, which is their power system, on two cans next to each other, and he's like, "Here's cursed energy and here's cursed technique," where he just like cursed energy, he just hits it with energy and just knocks the can over and crumples it. Whereas, like, technique, he twists the can around and, like, twists and crumples it that way instead of just hitting it with raw strength. Mm. To basically be like, power is good if you have enough of it, but if you're under, you're fighting something stronger than you, you need to be able to use your power effectively. Mm. Like, you can't just dump it. (laughs) Which you could say, you know that's what was going on was like Piccolo's light grenade is a desperation, just power dump. And that's why it didn't hit with as much force. Um, whereas TN's is more of a honed technique and it's taking that energy, compressing it to a certain radius and hitting him with that physical force, even if it's True. not damaging But it would him. be nice if that was, you know, text. Yeah. It's like, but this is us pulling from yeah. outside the text. <laughs> this is us more doing than... a lot of work for a game for a, sorry, not a game. Very little for game. A show that is like, yeah, not giving us even like a, it, an ounce of it back for us. The show's answer yeah. is, yeah, that is an interesting question. Anyway, let's go hunt down those androids. <laughs> now, what are those yeah. androids up to again? It's certainly a, a feature that creates both problems and good stuff. It's like, the the looseness of key lets you do whatever you want with it, but also the looseness of key means that you're going to have problems. So, yeah. yeah, this is both like a strength and weakness for Dragon Ball that really, they really don't ever define key more definitively. I, they'll start to get into like different kinds of key, but that's about as far as they go. Mm-hmm. Krillin gets the remote. Go- yeah. Krillin Goku turns gets on away. the Xbox. Yeah, Krillin does his goofy little starfish flying pose <laughs> next to, <laughs> to Bulma. Like just he spreads out his like arms and legs like a star and is like, eh. like waving back. Do you and dare forth. approach me now? <laughs> I'm spread this eagle. Is, yeah. This is where we get a nice twist where they're like, well, because they sent Krillin because they figured he would be one of the fastest people there to get there. Which now creates a fun emotional conflict because Grillin is, you know, down bad for 18. Yeah, he's horny. Yeah, single kiss and he is in love. Um, And Bulma lets him know, it's like, hey, here's the button. You have to be within 30 feet of 18 for this to work. astoundingly close. Yeah, which I was like, oh, oh, Toriyama, this is juicy. This is some juicy conflict you've introduced. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it means he can't just, like, push the button from far away and, like, be detached from it. He He's going to have to be close enough that he's going to hear the effects of this and know, like, really feel what he's doing. And it's Krillin who has the button, who cares Krillin, about it. you 18. have to kill this woman. Like, and I, I mean, you need to see her die in front of you. I don't, you understand <laughs> what I'm sell- telling you? Yeah. You need to be in the proverbial splash zone, Krillin. Yeah. <laughs> 
which I was like, this is a this is a nice twist in the knife by Toriyama. Because <laughs> it creates an interesting conflict that isn't just built on two people screaming at each other. What? Right? Uh, <laughs> Toriyama's a good character writer when he really wants to be. <laughs> um, but only then. Only when. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's Toriyama. Like, this is a work of fiction. So Toriyama can say this button works however the fuck he wants it to work. <laughs> So it is a choice. I do like that sure. Krillin like questions. He's like, "Are you sure?" Look, then Bulma's like, "Make your own fucking button, then." <laughs> that is a good like. She's like, "Uh, excuse me, can any of you make a goddamn button that blows up a cyborg r- murder machine?" No, no, fuck. Anyway, off. I'm off to God's house. Yeah. Well, Krillin. Well, she offers Krillin some body armor because she made body armor, and I do love Krillin. Just like you should save it for the others; they'll be more important. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, <laughs> buddy. Um, and so, yeah, then she's like, you should go to the lookout or Krillin tells her to go to the lookout instead and he'll take care of this button thing, which I guess he will not in this episode, but he will. (laughs) Um, this will also be, this armor looks identical to the armor Vegeta was already wearing at the start of this arc. Yeah. It's just Saiyan armor. Yeah. Um, this will be Vegeta's costume for a very long time. I mean, he'll he'll wear a different fit during the Boo Saga, and then another, he'll come back to this, and then he'll wear something else for a very short amount of time, the gray undersuit armor that he gets in, like, the Resurrection F arc, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. and then he'll just come right back to this. Look, the man loves a, bu- a blue unitard, what can I say? Ah oh, man, I really Nothing. love the gray the gray art. I I actually think the Resurrection F looks for Goku and Vegeta, which they stick with in Super through the Universe Six tournament arc. I really like that look for both of them, and I'm sad that they go back to the classic Z looks after that arc. We can never <laughs> upgrade past what the audience wants. I know, but I'm like, these are good looks. The no, even... Thomas. The free market must decide. <laughs> It's true. It really is, though. Um, but yeah, to make an this is when sir. that makes yeah, us no money. They get, <laughs> they get back to the lookout. Piccolo and Tien are back up and going. Um, and this is when Trunks and Vegeta step out of the time chamber, which again, great lighting work in this episode with them just kind of a, a good hero entrance type moment with them backlit as they walk out. Uh. And we have long hair future trunks now. Hey! Which is ponytail trunks. Ponytail trunks. Ponies. Kept you waiting, huh? <laughs> Kept you waiting. Uh, yeah, no, ponytail trunks is a good-ass look. <laughs> and then Vegeta... I like that Vegeta's armor is roughed up, scuffed up, torn, his undersuit is. And trunks' clothes are untouched. <laughs> well, you can't mess up the jacket. It's part of the look. Capsule yeah, no, core is just a... really good. That's all we're getting at. <laughs> it's a very sturdy material. Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah, that's what we've learned is that whatever Vegeta had before he gets this next suit of armor was just shitty. Um <laughs> I mean, yeah, this those, Vegeta... honestly, this Saiyan armor kind of sucks pure ass, it seems like. Has the armor ever actually done anything? Mm-hmm. Uh no. Other than, like, make it so that he's not just, like, a blue person. Thank you, Thomas, giving him for some definition. Thinking, trying to think of a justification and then ending on no. I think the, <laughs> the closest we could get would maybe be with the fight with Raditz. 
But even then, after some repeat abuse, it broke pretty fast. Well, Gohan um, shattered that thing. Well, Gohan is stronger than Goku at that moment when he rage burst. Yeah, but Goku's, like, weaker than everybody else that they fought in space. True. <laughs> that That is true. <laughs> Gohan's yeah. skull should be, like, the baseline stress test. Not... Not inaccurate. It's not like actual armor that we make where a Kevlar chest can't actually stop a bullet. It's more like armor that probably stopped a bullet 300 years ago and people were like, these bullets just keep getting stronger. Why do we even try to compete oh, well. anymore? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Bro, if you see how strong that thing can hit you, I'm not even going to try to find it anymore. Oh, yeah, no. Plus, it's it's like people reinforce their own bodies with key. So it's like, at some point, armor doesn't really... It's not necessary. So it becomes more about just freedom of movement. So everybody wears, you know, kung fu, I, like, things that martial artists would probably wear. The uh, kung fu armor is much stronger than your standard armor. Yeah. But you know, it's it trained in kung fu. <laughs> yeah, with the exception but you of... Know, mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, what you're Vegeta, who gets his new armor as they walk out here, and everybody kind of catches up to speed. It's just the Saiyans that decide to wear the armor. Like, yeah. Gohan, Goku, <laughs> Trunks, and Vegeta all put on a set. Uh, Tien is like, I don't ever want to wear anything that a Saiyan wore or looks like what a Saiyan wore, and Piccolo's kind of in the same boat. Ditto. Piccolo yeah. is literally like, if you put that on me, I'll literally throw hands right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but I do... very fair. Hit yeah. The... <laughs> yeah, the Saiyans... Vegeta literally did a genocide as like a bit, and we've all just kind of let it go. Because <laughs> we need him? But we I don't think everyone's letting it go, is all I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, we do get some uh, some good character interactions here, which is nice. Like, it's some out-of-conflict character moments. Like, Vegeta's talking about, like, Yes, Kakarot, I'm finally stronger than you! Which, like, Goku couldn't be more thrilled about. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is... Which feels very in line. Like, Goku's just like, I love seeing how strong Vegeta has managed to become. Because in, in Goku's head, they're friends. <laughs> or at the very <laughs> least, he's like, I'm getting to him. I love uh, seeing my Goku friends thrive, you, Goku. We're the best friends. <laughs> yeah. But also in the sense, like, in the, the selfish part of Goku, I think it's like, awesome. I have someone right here who is motivating me to go even harder on the training I'm about to do. Even further. Goku feels it. Like, Goku knows Vegeta's gotten a lot stronger, Trunks has gotten a lot stronger, and that pumps him up. Because that's that's who Goku is. Like, mm -hmm. he wants a hurdle to to strive towards. Um, Tien is also explaining how fucked Vegeta is. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all, he got stronger while you were in there. I don't know if you know, but well, you all so are Well, so did I. Yeah, yeah, Vegeta's just like, I know, <laughs> smirking <laughs> back at him like a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, one minor thing we skipped over. I know we acknowledge that, like, Trunks' hair has grown, but has Vegeta's hair changed at all? No. No, and I was about to get to that because Bulma points this out. Because Bulma's kind of doting on future Trunks like, like a mom. And it's just like, oh, you look bigger and stronger and your hair is so long and then he's like wait why didn't your hair change to vegeta and that's when vegeta drops the uh the best lore yeah the lore that a true saiyan's hair never changes from the day that they are born which they'll kind of go against in that vegeta 
first in GT and then also in a moment in Super grows facial hair. Oh, does he have a mustache in Super? Uh, no. He grows. There's just a there's a time where Goku and Vegeta spend a long time in the time chamber and they both grow beards. They shave them immediately, but they have beards for like a second. I know, so right? So my, my assumption for this is they grow their hair, like, not, like, instantly. Obviously, when they're born, they're not growing with a fucking widow's peak. But my my thought for it is, at least, is that, um, like, they get their hair, like, really young, right? And that's their hair for it. But they can grow facial hair. Like, that. they don't consider that part of the hair. That's my head canon in my, my <laughs> dumbass head. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with the facial hair, but not head hair. It's also like, I love that it's, Vegeta says this, and Goku's like, oh, I guess you're right. And Bulma's like, you haven't, you haven't noticed that you've never needed a haircut? Goku's What's like, a haircut? Nope. <laughs> How does one like, I was cut always too, hair? Yeah, I was always <laughs> too busy training. What a weird concept. I guess that explains why your hair keeps, cha- keeps changing. Yeah. I just thought that happened when you got older. Also, just fiercely independent Vegeta, as always. I enjoy when Goku's like, hey, I'll give y'all, like, a quick instant transmission ride over there and back. And Vegeta's like, <laughs> and just turns Super Saiyan, or doesn't even turn Super just powers up and flies off. Yeah. Well, because of this many instead, th- Kakarot, I'm gonna Because fucking... of this, many thousands of people are now dead. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, this <laughs> yeah. is actually a decision that kills thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but is Vegeta would not care about that. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Yeah. We learn early Which on, is... he would not care about that. And we keep learning on, he will still not <laughs> care about that. Yeah. Don't worry, this that Vegeta also... Redemption's coming any second now. Yeah. Goku Where's that also... pink fucker when you need him? I need a good man. <laughs> Goku also gives Trunks, before Trunks goes after him, the last two Sensu beans they have. I'm like, yeah, I think they're down to two. Yeah, he gave them two. Yeah, he gives them two sensu beans, and he goes off. Which I'm sure this doesn't, like, go off in this episode, but this is a Chekhov's gun that I expect to go off. (laughs) Um, The sensu bean gun is being alerted. (laughs) Loading my guns, my bean gun as I speak. This is when we get the last epi- the last scene of the episode, which is Cell flying over the water looking for 18. Goes up into the air, does this... <laughs> he, I he like, love this so yeah, much. He takes, he takes like a deep breath in and starts like shouting for 18, but like his lips like fucking go all the way out and extend. His mouth is huge and we even cut down what to an island. What he's doing is he's doing the fucking I'm a fire in my laser face. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, he is! It's just he's just doing that, shouting at the archipelago. I did, and he's and he's like not, and he's not moving. He's like his like character models like being pasted to different parts of the screen as he's doing this. It just I didn't even put that together, but it's so true. Oh my god! Yeah, our, it's our such a good moment. That's the power of Android Seventeen. Witness the power of Cell. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so true. Because we do, like, cut down to one of the cities on the archipelago, like, below him. And they're, like, clutching their ears. This shit is so loud. It's so loud, yeah. It's like an actual... cell is... Yeah, cell's, like, (laughs) four or five miles away. 
at, at he's the also got, like, probably more. He's also got this weird, like, speech cadence to him where he's like, 18, if you do not come out, I will destroy the islands. And he's kind of, it's kind of like a weird up and down thing with his voice as he's shouting. Yeah, I'm assuming this is, like, the, the thought is, it's probably a combination of the thought of denoting effort to, to do this as well as it might be a lip-flap match, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, thing. Or probably oh, those lips are flapping. Yeah. It's probably like, I need to match these weird lip flaps. Here is my acting decision to make this weird <laughs> pronunciation seem to make more sense. This weird cadence. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little weird. Uh, but I think it's probably the best they could do with this. And he keeps it consistent when Cell is not on screen. So it does feel more like a like a character thing than a yeah, we yeah. have to match these flaps thing. Like, whether or not this choice is a good choice, acting-wise, it is a choice. Uh, we never said it was good, deliberate. we said it was. <laughs> but it was a decision. Yeah. But yeah, this is when 16 is like, alright, he wouldn't do that, we're calling his bluff. And then Cell is like, alright, they're calling my bluff. <laughs> and just It's one falls. of my favorite, like, he wouldn't do that, That's he'll kill you, which he doesn't want to do. Shit, they're right. I'll just kill them just enough. I'll only kill you a little bit. Well, doesn't he basic... Is is it here the next episode where Cell basically is just like, look, I'm already the strongest being on this planet. I would love to be perfect, but if I can't have you, no one can, 18. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's either the start... Yeah, it's either the end of this one or the start of the next one, I remember. Yeah. Which, yeah, this is where this episode... But also 16's like, no, no, don't worry, that's still a bluff. That's all he cares about. Don't worry, yeah. he's pulling back. You'll definitely survive the attack. Yeah, basically saying, like, he's using just enough energy to blow up all these islands and kill all these non-key-using people. But if you took the brunt of this attack, you would survive. Um, so she's got that going for her, I guess. Yeah. 16 would not. Things are looking up. Would be my <laughs> guess, based on the state 16 is in right uh, now. Yeah, I think 16 Probably dies not. from this. Yeah. Yeah, which I think 16 is well aware of. I think, yeah, I think 16 is like, sick. Itself. If I die, yeah. kind of sucks. But this place has been kind of cringe lately. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wanted to the... kill Goku. Now I'm being killed by a bug man. Now, I'm being, killed by, now I'm being killed by Goku. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being killed by 1 16th Goku. Literally um. the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've been awake for one day. Fucking sucks. <laughs> Gosh, dude, it's only been like... Well, I guess with how long Vegeta's been in the time chamber, that has to be 24 hours, so... I mean, they've been out for like a week, I think. Yeah, they, yeah I think... Yeah. Like, to be like the, the, yeah, but else. we don't know how long the road trip took, so... <laughs> it's been one of the best weeks of my life to one of the worst weeks of my life ever. <laughs> it's also been one of the only weeks of his life. Presumably, be, he's not really That'd be the been, continuation uh, of the comedy bit. It's been like your only week, 16. I know. The highest of highs and the, <laughs> the lowest, lowest of lows. Of lows. <laughs> Yeah, 77, actually, yeah, episode 77 opens sort of in a different way than most do, where it's like a scene we've already seen, but there's no recap narration. It just kind of plays out a truncated version of the last scene of last episode. Yeah, Um, that's all we need to know. I mean, yeah, it gets all the, it it achieves the same thing that a recap would have with the narration without narration. Um... But that's when we jump in to the episode proper, 
uh, at the lookout, which we have Popo warning Goku and Gohan before they go in. Like, don't, this chamber is a big problem. You need to be careful. And I'm like, this is sort of, yeah, no shit. This is sort of, yeah, this is sort of lessened by the fact that we've seen Trunks and Vegeta go through this thing. Like, I mean, it, it, it holds true for Gohan, who's not as strong as Trunks and Vegeta, but Goku is fine. Yeah, but, like, Gohan's way more put together as a person than Vegeta, so I think Gohan's fine. Yeah. I also wanted to point out, uh, like, compare and contrasting this scene with the first scene when Trunks and Vegeta stepped in, uh, it's a much, like, warmer reception as they Yeah, there's, like, this, this weird kind of, like, ethereal music playing as they step in and Gohan takes in his surroundings. Yeah, as Goku sort of shows him around the little house inside the inside the time chamber, like before they've reached the void, as the only <laughs> like, way to call it. I do like that Gohan's like, no, I mean this doesn't look too bad. It's even got a bathroom, and Gohan Goku's response is basically, oh, you think you're hard, you little shit? Take a look outside. I mean, I just love the fact that the first thing Goku points out is the bathroom, and then the kitchen. I think in that order. I know the bathroom's first. <laughs> I can't. Remember, I think kitchen second. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's when Goku's like, and here's the rest of the time chamber. And they step out onto the... Into hell. I guess you call it a porch. The void. Uh, at the end of the void. And Gohan's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Which is pretty similar to Trunks' reaction to walking in here. <laughs> well, the Goku's only two seen not it. broken people. <laughs> Goku's seen it before, so that makes sense. Vegeta just didn't really seem to, to care. He's just like... He's been in whatever. space. Yeah, he seems unaffected conceptually by this. I, I, I wonder if you've like been in the inky blackness of space for so long that the 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 idea of being like in a void of nothing, you're like, yep, yeah, Tuesday. Mm. Oh, it's white this time. All right, oh, or weird how things. More they change, the more they stay in the same. Let's get to it, boy. He's like, ah, whatever. All right, ready to get your ass beat. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm gonna kill you now. Wait, what? <laughs> Dad, no, Dad, yes. Yeah. And now back to Cell's island destruction adventure, which, oh yeah, and they also kind of state Goku's, uh, oh wait, no, they come back later. Sorry, they don't state the rules here. Uh, Cell is destroying islands, which he's just kind of doing the same little, I, I've been calling it a death ball. It's not the way Frieza does a death ball, but it is that like red Oh, well, it's a ball, ball that deals death. Yeah. I mean, he's just sort of tossing them out, which <laughs> this does a lot of good work emphasizing how strong Cell is at this point because he's just back to back throwing out these island busting attacks which I know we've seen people blow up planets <laughs> but it's the fact that he's blowing up these large islands back to back even rapid firing at one point mm -hmm. uh, and it isn't slowing him down in any capacity like it's showing that this is a pretty easy feet for him yeah this is not a like flex of his power he's actually holding his power this back is just a chore yeah 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 which i'm like i yeah which 16 this is when 16 is like telling 18 like even if you got hit with one of these you wouldn't die which also emphasizes how strong 18 is if that can blow up a whole ass island but even if she took that full force she'd be okay mm -hmm. um but it doesn't, it, I feel like this is a good show-don't-tell moment, and I just want to commend it, of just really emphasizing, like, Cell is fucked up strong. <laughs> and he is, while he isn't, like, a perpetual motion machine like the androids, he is pretty relentless. Like, his stores of key are big. If he yeah, can he's, just he's so strong that it really doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Um, and it adds some tension and weight to this whole hunt because you're like, he's this strong and this is not his full force. Like, this is not his perfect form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that's when we cut to Vegeta getting close. He sees everything blowing up and he's just like, hmm, that's what Cell is capable of. Then I really wasted my time training this hard. Can't <laughs> believe just... I got out of bed. <laughs> Can't believe, uh, man! I way over prepared for this. He's <laughs> just flying in. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I thought this test was yeah. gonna be hard. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I was also just sitting here, like, how much of the planet is Cell blowing up? Because we later see him so high up that he's looking at the curvature of the Earth and the tops of all the clouds, and everything is on fire except this one island. So, I would yeah, argue yeah, he might have destroyed. It one-fourth of all the islands on planet Earth. Yeah, he's like, so this quote-unquote archipelago he's destroying just turns out to actually just be, like, the entirety of Hawaii. I think it's much more than Hawaii, my friend. I yeah, think this is like half a ten, continent. I think ten Hawaii's <laughs> have been destroyed at this moment in time. He's taken out, like, the landmass of Greenland and then a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Greenland and Iceland have disappeared. Oh, no. Yeah. They are no Don't longer Don't mock Greenland land. and Iceland, Zach. I know where you live, and I'll send you there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is when oh, no, Cell... Oh, Greenland. Yeah, Cell's like, well, one island left. It's always the Goodbye. last place you look. Yeah, and, like, holds up his hand, charges up a key ball, which it does this cool little, like... A, like a heat wave almost coming in toward his palm, and then the ball forms on this shot, mm-hmm. which looks nice. But this is when Vegeta steps in, and he's just, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so when Vegeta's flying up, he turns into a Super Saiyan, and he flies in, gets close, camera shot is, like, right up in his face. Cell looks fucked up, having registered Vegeta's key now, and fucking Sabbat just goes, Sabbat, the voice actor for Vegeta, just goes, hi. <laughs> Which I was <laughs> like, oh, that Ooh. was good. <laughs> oh, we're in for good Vegeta action. Yeah, I was like, God, I love when Sabbat gets to just be a cocky asshole with his characters. <laughs> and this is Vegeta riding the highest he has ridden after riding the lowest he has ridden. Just come <laughs> all the way back around and just that one word, just, hi. So fucking cold. It's so good. <laughs> and then they touch down and Cell is given some of this smugness back, which I believe, Chase, you're the one who pointed out. That, like, Toriyama kind of discusses how each phase of Cell reflects yes. one of the main cast members. And that semi-perfect is Vegeta. Yes. And, it's, and it becomes like, more and more apparent as we watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you watch both of them delivering the same smug grin to each other back and forth through this whole scene. Uh, <laughs> as Vegeta is just calling himself the Prince of All Saiyans and the Pride and Cell is just like, you are a weakling who got your shit wrecked by 18. So, and this is when Cell, or Vegeta's just like, all right, I warned you. <laughs> and then powers up, which 16 is the one that has to tell 18, like, hey, Vegeta's like fucked up strong compared to when he fought you. <laughs> we should probably leave. Yeah, it's like, we are. We can wait for them to start fighting because they'll get distracted and then we can just get the fuck out of here. Would be a, I would, would, I would be recommend getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. They then proceed to not do that. 
Well, 16 can't really move, so that's that's <laughs> not on him. That's on 18 for not moving. Um, which I get the idea that 18 would both, A, be pretty, like, in awe of this fight, and B, not want to abandon 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but this is where we get what is known as Super Vegeta. Because he calls or... himself that at the end of the episode. <laughs> He's not yeah. known as that. That is his nickname. He's given himself. <laughs> it's his name. This is also... Self-styled Super Vegeta. Yeah, I mean, this is also Super Saiyan Grade 2 is the more Yeah, that's the formal... term that they'll, yeah, they'll go with. Yeah, it, that's because it's like... This is a half step beyond Super Saiyan. Uh, which, the way we see it... You know, Vegeta starts his transformation as a Super Saiyan. His hair is kind of that deeper gold color uh, that's now become pretty common with Super Saiyan. Even though, like, the first time he did it, it was more of that whitish yellow color. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a deeper gold now, which I think, yeah, like we've talked about before, kind of represents a familiarity with the form. Um, Vegeta powers up. His hair takes on that more whitish gold color again. It also grows a little bit and becomes a little more wild looking. Okay, yeah, I couldn't quite tell if it grew or not. So yeah, thank it you gets, for it grows a that. little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, it's like on par with like Gohan Beast length hair <laughs> to, to borrow a later example. No, um, nothing is on par with that. that <laughs> yeah, no, that is, is like literally that thing might a, be a meter longer. It does grow though. You're yeah. all right. It is a yeah. It does grow. It becomes a little more jagged and wild. Like it's not as uniform. Mm-hmm. And all of his muscles bulge up very his noticeably. His shoulders are straight up the size of his head. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it, it's it's a pretty good way to just ride out the gate and be like, <laughs> hey, he's stronger. He's big. Um, look, at, look at this large man. Yeah. Like, this is certainly, it looks like he is stronger than even when he was Super Saiyan and his muscles became more defined and everything. It's like Super Saiyan, he became more defined musculature, maybe slightly larger, but mostly more, Mm -hmm. like, noticeable. Uh, Super Saiyan Grade 2, he is, like, the rock size, What if, instead of showing restraint in the musculature to show that they're, like, svelte and really compact and strong, what if instead we went with the opposite instinct, where we just made the muscles huge, like a Rob Liefeld character? (laughs) Yeah, this is like Rob Liefeld and, like, uh, fucking Araki... This uh, JoJo Part Three met <laughs> and drew Vegeta, which I guess Vegeta came before both of those. <laughs> Super Vegeta <laughs> probably as well. So, um, but yeah, goddamn, fucking, he just gets big, which is also kind of the inverse of Toriyama's whole philosophy when it comes mm-hmm. to transformations. Like Toriyama is very much less is more, which might be his way to show. Like, this isn't going to do the trick as well. Um, or at least this isn't going to end it. Well, it's kind of th- like... When... Technically, it does end it. It's just we're going to learn Vegeta's dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he play it, it, Toriyama understands his characters and knows how to make them make mistakes that make sense. Um, and, like, yeah, Vegeta bulks up. It's kind of like when frieza bulks up in his final form except bigger yes that's that's a very apt comparison yeah um and piccolo is messed up by this being like what the fuck (laughs) i'm sorry we can't skip past uh, piccolo's clothes beam that he does 
Oh yeah, close be- Piccolo close the, the, beams himself. There's like, he's got the he's got just kind of his normal thing. He steps to the edge of the lookout. We just get like a single frame of his cape swishing, and boom, he's back in the full thing. It's sick as hell. It's very smooth. Uh, and re- oh god, I really love Piccolo's like costume. It's so simple, but it's so good. I think we already gushed about this. We gush about it every time the cape shows up. But it's a good cape. And then there's a cape we get excited. <laughs> Look, Toriyama strikes gold on character designs more often than he doesn't, and this is definitely one of them. Vegeta powers up to Super Saiyan Grade 2. I'm uh, whatever. Piccolo puts on a cape. I'm hooting and hollering at the screen. <laughs> it really is. That, that is us. Um, and then that's when, like, Vegeta finishes his power up and then fucking just, like, immediately no time wasted darts across closes the gap between him and cell and just delivers an uppercut straight to cell's stomach with the biggest fucking smirk on his face as he's sitting there with his hands still like half embedded in cell's gut this is such a good opener and tells you immediately what this fight is gonna be that it's not a fight it's a beatdown. <laughs> Yeah, and like it's interrupted yeah. by the by the uh, credit throw, but like we come back and the shockwave like travels up Cell's body and like deforms his head as it goes out through the top. This is such a like here is a big strength of animation where you can do that kind of character deforming work and really sell the impact here. It's almost like a it's like the DNA of Looney Tunes and shit being played like overseas, like seeing you know smear frames being used in real time mm-hmm, yeah. but for a drama effect um god it's good that's when cell tries to come back at him and vegeta hits him with another uppercut to the fucking chin <laughs> <laughs> and yeah the like it sets the tone of this fight which is it, it's a beatdown. vegeta is substantially stronger than semi-perfect cell which Knowing how this will play out, both having watched the next episode and remembering the series, like, knowing that this is going to be Vegeta delivers the beatdown, Cell convinces him to let him transform, and then, like, Vegeta gets his ass kicked. It's funny to think of this as sort of a role reversal of, like, the first time Goku fought Tao. Where it's like, we we get to see the villain do what Goku did there, which is where, (laughs) you know, Goku fought Tao for the first time, got wrecked climbed core and tower trained really quick came back down fought him again and beat his ass okay but what if instead of climbing a tower goku just like ate corn <laughs> just, just like unhinges his jaw and just swallows you corn know he would have thought about it <laughs> he would have thought that the, the protein was there <laughs> but no like i i kind of like to think of that as like toriyama is using his own like established thing in reverse in the way that cell is kind of the 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 version of them like wanting to be as strong as they can be and challenge themselves but from hell (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see cell takes on a similar role that goku did in his fight with tao um against another villain which this is another moment where kind of like the fight with 19 the way they they use the camera and they frame up vegeta really sells how villainous Vegeta still is. Like, (laughs) Vegeta is not framed in hero shots here. He's framed in low angles. He is given, like, close-ups to emphasize his brutality and the joy that he is feeling while just beating Cell down that Mm -hmm. eventually starts to fade into boredom. 
Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> bored pretty quick, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we get... Oh, this is when we cut back. Oh, no, we get, like, oh, there's a really good shot I do want to talk about just because it looks cool in the beginning part of this fight, which is when the first time Cell actually starts to throw some punches back and Vegeta is literally just, like, arms at his side, just leaning left and right, dodging the attacks faster than Cell can throw him out. <laughs> it looks really good, and it just really sells, like, oh, Cell is so fucked here. <laughs> Vegeta is smiling. Yeah. yeah, Vegeta is still just smirking while he is just leaning left and right. Like, he's not concentrated on what he has to do. This is easy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some really we... good moments, like, uh, a bit later in the fight, just to skip ahead a little bit so we can kind of talk mm. about the fight itself instead of, yeah. like, bouncing in between, I think. I think that's um, a better way like, to do it, yeah. Like, Vegeta, like, Vegeta's wailing on Cell, and we get the thing where we can't see Vegeta, but we see, like, the impacts of his punches in Cell, and mm -hmm. Cell just basically curls up in a fetal position in midair to, like, protect himself from it. Yeah, which is... Yeah, I mean, like, the body language there is just, like, such a quick and easy read to be, like, Cell is just whatever he can do to not die right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, like, He's... like holds his arm close to his chest and, like, even wraps his tail around himself. It's very mm. good. Yeah, in a similar vein to, like, when we watch Vegeta, to you know, draw more comparison between Vegeta and second form Cell, it's like watching Vegeta when he was fighting final form Frieza as he kept powering up. It's just, like... This has gone from I cockily walked in thinking I had this to I am just flying by the seat of my <laughs> pants trying not to die. <laughs> Yo, it turns out I don't got this at all. Yeah, it, 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 to draw even more comparison with them, it's just seeing that they both have this same flaw of just the walk in 100% cocksure and then just get their asses beat. They suffer from fuck around find out syndrome and it's... <laughs> It Cell's turn to find out. It runs strong in the gene line. Yeah, and <laughs> Cell has firmly landed in his find out era at this <laughs> at this time, uh, which is real rough for Cell. Um, and for Cell, it turned out to be kind of shitty. <laughs> but damn, if it's not like there's some really nice animation that keeps this from being, you know boring yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> yeah the the two things that this beatdown has that keeps it is character writing uh especially on the part of cell as he starts to realize like his out <laughs> like how he can how he can still squeeze a win out of this um and starts to play against vegeta's pride by telling him like i can give you a much better fight if i'm in perfect form because i can tell this is boring you Mm -hmm. Well, uh, he can tell because Goku, or not Goku, Vegeta straight up tells him, you're boring yeah. me. Yeah, but just like as Cell realizes like, wait, hold on, I'm boring him? Perfect. <laughs> like, I have something <laughs> for this. Um, as well as just some really good animation. <laughs> just some good choreography, some good animation, some good shot composition selling it. Mm -hmm. yeah, but there are um, moments where you see like Cell trying to like do stuff. And like, yeah. there's like the, the the water, the water, like, I don't know. Uses the water to like kind of thing. smoke screen as he tries to like hit Vegeta with his tail, but Vegeta's yeah. too quick. And like, like Cell's trying, yeah. bless him. Yeah, and that's like why this still works too, is like Cell never really gives up. He is constantly like 
scratching for whatever he can figure out to give him any kind of edge. And just the physical part of it is not giving. Like, no matter what he does, Vegeta has him physically, which is when he starts to get more into the mind games. But I will divert for now because <laughs> uh, the mind games really come in more in episode 70 uh next 78 episode, yeah. yeah in 77 we kind of come back to the time chamber during the beginning of this fight with goku and gohan mm-hmm. um which is when goku establishes why he as a child had such a rough time in this which is once you step onto the void because like the the house everything is normal like, same mm-hmm. gravity, same everything. Once you step into the void, gravity goes up to times 10. Your oxygen supply is halved. And there are crazy temperature swings. He says from, like, 104 to, like, 10. <laughs> um, or something like that. Like or zero, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, like, it's pretty much, like, boiling hot to cold. To, to yeah, freezing like, cold. I'm glad they threw this in to to just, like, establish, like, yeah, this is why we haven't used it yet. Like, give us mm-hmm. something here to be like, this is important. It's an extreme like, yeah, desert. Like, and yeah. to touch a little bit on, like, ne- even next episode, we see, like, Goku out in the void, and it's just, like, the glacier realm from that, like, filler divine water bit from Dragon Ball where he's at. Yeah. Which is, it's a nice way to show, like, yeah, of course they couldn't do this. They need to be a certain level of strength. Which Gohan is the furthest behind of the Saiyan and half Saiyans at this point. Because he steps out and he's never... Yeah, he's never done gravity training. He's never... I mean, he's trained pretty fucking hard with, Mm -hmm. like, Goku and Piccolo before all this started. But he never did gravity training. He never really dealt with all these conditions. So now it's like, we're going to speed run him through this. As Goku's like, you'll... Which, you see the gap between Goku and Gohan. Because Goku steps out into the void and is unaffected. Gohan steps out and is immediately out of breath and, Crumbles. like, hunched yeah. over. Yeah, Goku yeah. has never done the advanced training. He he stopped at Piccolo training. Original Piccolo okay. training. We have... Where, like, at this point, people have gone to, like, times 100, times 200 gravity. So, times 10 gravity, which is, like, what they say is for this spot. Like, Goku's just... That must be just normal to Goku. Whatever. It doesn't even yeah. feel like fucking anything. Um, where for Gohan, he's done... I had to hit a T-Rex... I had to fuck up a T-Rex and eat its tail. Um, <laughs> training. Different... Just different levels of training we're on now. And I do... But I do like a lot that, like, through this is established as we, as we continue the next episode... Goku is just such a fucking good dad the whole time. He is. Just an incredibly good dad. And it's making me more mad about how they portray, how people portray Goku as time goes on. Because he's just like top tier dad yeah, material oh, yeah. for this. Yeah, because he's just like telling Gohan like, hey. Because Gohan's worried that he's going to hold Goku's training back. As Goku's telling mm-hmm. him like, I need to get you to Super Saiyan first and then we'll keep going. But Goku, you know, is telling him like, look, like. Yeah, because Gohan's also like, Trunks told me I was a Super Saiyan in his time, and that didn't change anything. Uh, but Goku's like, look, we're already so far removed from that <laughs> yeah, time period. Yeah, but like, everything's different now, so just chill. It'll be good. And there is a little bit of a, a poison here in the idea of like how Goku interacts with Gohan, in that Goku tells Gohan, it's my dream for you to become stronger than me. Which is yeah. like, not really asking Gohan what he wants to be. Yeah. Which... There, yeah, but aside from that, like, 
this is some legitimate great like father motivation stuff and he he does still frame it in this way it's like i want that because i believe that's what you're capable of and i believe in you and i'm like proud of you and like telling him all this like good stuff and he's like but and also if you're worried about holding me back becoming a super saiyan gonna give me a much better like (laughs) sparring partner yeah honestly yeah so like this is for me and for you and it's yeah it's just it is really nice it is it is one of those things that i'm like yeah yeah goku's a better father than we give uh we give him credit for i mean he literally i Mm -hmm. I think the part where like gohan's like freaked out and he goes like he's like and i die to the android he's like well i've already changed my future and you know it and so we can change your future you've already stepped through the door you're already changing your future and gohan's like you know what you're right dad i do want to like do my shit and it's like all right now just do the fucking work now, and like, son, at this we point, need to make you a Super Saiyan. Go get I Icarus. also don't think Gohan... At this point, we don't know that Gohan... I think this happens during... I think this is really... It's written in Boo. That Gohan's going to change from wanting to be, like, a protector of Earth to, like, something else. Because legitimately, we do not know... We know Gohan doesn't like studying that much right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we <laughs> haven't gotten to the point where, do it. where Gohan is different... Like, we know Gohan's different than Goku, but we just don't know he's that different than Goku. We literally haven't even established that yet in the show. That's um, true. Like we, yeah, we we literally do not know what Gohan's wishes for a future are. Besides that, like he really respects Piccolo, and like the one thing I could see Gohan maybe wanting to do would be like the next Guardian of Earth is like legitimately what I see him wanting to do. Yeah, and I think based on all and that would have been interesting. Goku yeah. has he can kind of like gather that as well. Like that would be a a not ill conceived way for him to uh, take that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, so yeah, as we know, keep going further, Goku is happy with where Gohan goes. Like we know that. So, mm-hmm. in some respects, yeah, like proud Gohan, of his Go- son. Yeah. the only people disappointed with Gohan are Piccolo and the fans. Yeah, true. <laughs> and the only reason Piccolo's upset with Gohan is because Gohan does study and do well in his stuff, but doesn't work out enough. And I just agree yeah. with Piccolo. Gohan should work <laughs> out more. Just my man also is mad at him because Piccolo takes more care of his daughter than Gohan yes, does. Yes, true. Look he, had, look, he had this big report to do. Sometimes you gotta split responsibilities among the parents when one's busy. They're I'm not holding it against him in the movie. <laughs> oh, that does remind me. The, uh, the manga of Super is now moved into it's just doing an arc that is the movie but in arc form in the manga hmm. now oh, okay interesting yeah basically the whole thing with goten and trunks ended up being kind of preamble to give more characterization to dr hito and explain why dr hito is in prison at the start of the movie <laughs> he had to go he had to go to jail <laughs> yeah but already the first <laughs> I chapter saw that of it, yeah because basically it's done like the the latest chapter of the manga is basically from like uh it it opens with Hito coming out of prison, like that stuff. Except now Krillin is like tailing him because like the police force is aware that he's somebody they need to keep track of. Um, and up to Piccolo meets Gamma too, oh, and that's okay. as far as the manga's hmm. gotten so now. So nope, we'll see how we're at the next episode. But uh, anyway, back to now this we episode. go into seventy eight yeah. with a classic thumb pose. I, yeah, I was gonna say at the end of seventy seven closes out with vegeta and the thumb pose being like i am stronger than you well first he gets he like cell charges up and it like his key to do a huge punch and he charges up vegeta casually floats off the ground as the charging of cells attack like levels the floor <laughs> beneath him then just casually lands back where he was standing 
Cell flies over, hits him square in the jaw. Just big connect, big hit. And Vegeta's just like grabs his, wipes his cheek, and he goes, Ah, you do have more power than you were letting on. Too bad it won't be enough. And just wipes it off, and then he does the classic thumb pose. <laughs> yeah. Just like, that was sad. <laughs> Which is just, ah, oh, that's fucked up. As we go in episode 78. Gonna break his body and his spirit. Mm-hmm. I, I pointed out in my first note on episode 78, which the title is Cell on the Verge of Defeat, Krillin Destroy Android 18. I was like, this is actually the first time where the the title of the episode contradicts what happens and doesn't well, just predict it. I think this um, time it's not saying like Krillin does destroy your team. They're it's saying, saying Krillin, Krillin you, need to. you do have to do this. But do the thing. Yeah. Kill. And, and also cast all the, the android into defeat. Mount Doom. Intro but music about different. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird duet or maybe ensemble piece now for the yeah. intro. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I thought it was fun. Feels like listening to, to the cast. Some of, of them, Dragon some of them Ball can Z. definitely sing more than others. Oh yeah, it just feels like the cast of Dragon Ball Z Kai doing a karaoke night. Yes, <laughs> recorded it, and yes. I kind of it's it's kind of uh, it makes me like Dragon Soul more that way. <laughs> yeah, because it's wholesome. <laughs> Whether or not they're all the best singers, it's wholesome, and I enjoy it. They're all having fun. Um, but anyway, Goku, we open with Goku and Gohan, and Gohan's just trying to basically charge up and turn, Goku's like, you're just burning key. you gotta get mad, which I do love gotta Goku's like, gotta get mean! Yeah. Yeah. Goku's like, imagine Cell is about to kill me, and Gohan's <laughs> like, I don't know what he looks like, I've never seen him, and Goku's mm, like, good oh. Good point. Right. Try Frieza. Yeah. <laughs> and we do get... A hint of it like Gohan tries to transform and his hair turns a little gold as he's seeing like cost-effective flashback memories of Cell or Frieza killing his friends but it doesn't quite happen yeah he almost gets there yeah yeah I do like that Gohan's like I can't do it and Goku's like no man like you're doing good you, you were like 95 percent yeah. of the way there you were like, a day yeah pretty this is great There's another good father moment of Goku yeah like, no, 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 like, hey. you're making the progress yeah. like we're getting there Bro, you kick uh, ass. Calm down. You're 12. My fr my friends had to actually die for me to do it. You yeah, almost did it bro, you to do, just to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Vegeta had to imagine me fucking his wife for me and him to get over it. Like, <laughs> it's just how it works. You know, we all have our own untapped potential. But yeah, this is when Krillin finally arrives at Vegeta and Cell's fight. Uh, and he's like, I don't really know who's worse here. <laughs> Which is funny to me. <laughs> Can they both As, lose? Yeah. Cell is doing one of the most Vegeta things he could be doing right now, which is, well, like, whining about the fact that he is the best. So how the As hell he, could Vegeta be As defeated? he clenches so his own good. hand so hard that he bleeds. Yeah, which is a, a visual that, as far as I know, they first did that in History of Trunks. It's hmm. like, Trunks grips his hand that tight when he finds Gohan's body and is about to transform into Super Saiyan. Which, it is a strong visual, just seeing somebody, like, clench their fist so hard that they are bleeding out of their fucking palm. It is also very funny to see, like, with History of Trunks, it's, like, righteous, furious anger. And with Cell, it's, like, a petulant child doing it. Yeah, and it really emphasizes the difference between the two of them. <laughs> uh, what brings them to that point, and, yeah, how justified it feels. But it is Cell just being like, I'm so much stronger than you, even though he just got his ass handed to him. And I was like, that's very Vegeta of Cell. 
And then Vegeta just turns his back to him. He's like, all right, well, do it then, coward. Yeah. I I also was like, because Krillin's sitting here at the button. The button is specifically made to kill 18, right? I think it can kill something. Uh, they keep 18. saying deactivate, and then Krillin has to destroy her. But I yeah. think it just kills her. I think it's yeah, also. I think to them, it, I think it'll deactivate either. It can do both. Because I was like, if Krillin hit the button right now, if he was close enough to Cell, would that cause seventeen inside of Cell to like detonate or deactivate? I, I bet it would cause him to deactivate, but I think since Cell has him inside him, it like, wouldn't do anything. I, I don't think that does anything at this like, point. Like, he's already got the juice in him. Like, you can't be like... Like, to get the steroids out of my system, I have to, like, you know, get You'd him out of my system. have to replace my blood. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, he's it's too late. Seventeen's already got him. And, and he's already in that. That's true. Yeah, so it's just like they're they're too inter, interwoven. Don't want to get this coke out I'll of my system that. is for me to pee at the end of the day. <laughs> and I don't think Cell pisses. <laughs> He's the perfect being. He doesn't waste this tail only absorbs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is when Cell like tries one more thing. He bounces back it and just fucking hits Vegeta with the Gallic gun, which Vegeta does the thing that like Cell did when he got hit with the light grenade, which does not react at all. And Vegeta <laughs> just walks through and he's like, well done. The Gallic gun's always been one of my favorites. Any other imitations you'd like to show me or can we dispense with the parlor tricks? Which <laughs> I wrote down because I loved that. <laughs> it was just so line. disrespectful. Um, then Cell takes a quick time out underwater. Yeah. Which... Then Vegeta just follows him underwater and just beats his ass. I do like they're, like, gurgling the attack names at each other while they're fighting. It also is probably my favorite animated part of this beatdown. Like, this looks so good with the way the, like, water effects are going, too. Also, um, Cell can just take a shit ton of damage. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's part <laughs> He's Piccolo. a strong boy. Yeah, he's part Piccolo, but, like, well, Piccolo just took, like, a chunky beam to the chest and was out. Cell's been, like... Literally beaten to shit like five times over, and it's just still kicking. Oh, yeah, no. Vegeta, like, point blank hits him with a big ass two handed blast to the face during this underwater sequence, yeah. and just he bounces back. I also still um, kind of get the feeling that Vegeta's playing with his food. I, I, oh, yeah, I no, assume as we'll much too. Really, really start to see later in the episode. Um,. Oh, sorry, were you going to say something, Chase? No, you're good. I just agree. I think he's just like <laughs> yeah. But this is when, like, Vegeta delivers the most brutal, like, beatdown verbally that he could hear, which he's like, I want you to know something. I am having no trouble doing this, and my son Trunks there is only slightly less strong than me. You are not even the second strongest person. You are third at best. And that's because, like, he doesn't say it, but I think, like, the implication is, like, and Goku and Gohan could probably do this, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> by the time they get out here. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah, Cell is, this destroys Cell mentally for a minute. Um. But, yeah, this is when we get Goku in the, the Glacier Realm and Gohan coming out to be, like, hey, can we keep training? And he's like, yeah, and that's kind of the last we see of them. Um, this is when Krillin learns through Cell's tantrum that uh, 18 has not been absorbed yet because he kind of assumed with how strong Cell is that he thought mm -hmm. both of them had already been absorbed. He's like, oh, damn, he transformed. Must have absorbed both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so there's still uh, a chance. And that's when 
but it's this saying this is what causes Krillin to look around and find 18. Him saying this is also what gets Vegeta to be like, oh, oh, there's a stronger form. No. <laughs> like, the gears Vegeta's are starting to, Yeah. This is, which Cell says, and I thought it was interesting, that his perfect form enhances his strength, his speed, and his intellect. So Cell gets smarter. I mean, yeah, probably. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, it will be perfect but, in every way. But yeah, this is when you start seeing the gears turning in Vegeta's head, which he starts playing with his food even more so. Like, he's just kind of lightly kicking Cell, and Cell is just flying like 10, 15 yeah, feet every quote time unquote, he does it. lightly kicking him. Well, it's like, because it's again like a character animation beat where you could tell Vegeta is not putting much effort into these kicks. Yeah. And then yeah. you see how much these kicks affect Cell, which tells it's, you the It's gap just very between. funny going, oh, he's just lightly kicking him as Cell, like, goes flying into a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, light very relatively. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is when Krillin is, like, hiding and he's getting closer and closer to 18. Uh,. And he's just like, I, I I, have to do this. He's within 30 feet now, but she's just right there in front of him. And he has to put aside his own, like, interest in her and his own belief in her goodness to do what he needs to do. And he can't. He he drops the button, which gets 18 and 16's attention, and steps out. And he doesn't we, say we, anything before the end of this episode. But We, we can have see, to talk like, about the Krillin deep thought monologue <laughs> pictures ideas that he God, has the weird the weird like three or four painted frames that they keep flashing yeah yeah i'm like krill has <laughs> definitely extrapolated a lot here off of a single kiss and he's right um, is, uh, <laughs> yeah he is correct he is canonically uh, right, which is maybe the funnier part about all of this. But it morally is like, and romantically, there he is are many correct. moments where he's like, "Krillin, I can't. You can't be horny on Maine." Proceeds to be horny on Maine. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this girl's hot as hell. I just do love that. It's like thought. I have to deal with this hot lady. Thought she kissing me. Me. Oh shit! Fuck! God damn it! Son of a bitch! <laughs> like, it's like what just happens over and over again. It's like so funny. He's like, I should kill her. Then thought she kissed me. Oh, that's so hot. No, Krillin, focus. Then she kissed me. Oh damn, that's hot. <laughs> like five times. It's so funny to me. It is it's it's very funny. It's but that is um. Yeah, that's when we get, like, back to Vegeta. Our last beat in this story is just him, like... Cell really suddenly starts to see that him, like, whining about, like, Oh, if I'd become perfect, you'd be so screwed. And that's when Vegeta starts to be like, Really now? <laughs> like, And <laughs> Cell picks up on it and starts playing into it even more. Really playing into Vegeta's pride being yeah, like... You yeah, he plays the Saiyan pride card. Yeah. Because he knows that this will work. And he's right. <laughs> like, you sure you want to kill me? Just think of how much stronger you always regret this moment if you kill me now. Yeah. And it's it's, it's a good beat to end on with this because you see like what's coming next, but in a good way where you're like, oh, god damn it. Because like we know Vegeta and Cell knows Vegeta. <laughs> and he knows exactly what buttons to press to get Vegeta to let him do what he wants to do. Specifically and the button that Krillin isn't going to press. <laughs> pretty much well, it doesn't it doesn't end on him talking to krillin no, it ends on it krillin ends on, the 
the button. Yeah, Krillin yeah. stepping around the corner, dropping the button in 18 and 16, seeing him. Yeah, and, and being like, a, 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 a turn-off switch. <gasps> a shutdown controller, I think, is what they call it a bunch of times. <laughs> Something can, like that, yeah. And then Krillin looks like down. he's about to actually fucking kill Android 18. And it like ends. the most punished look The on most face. serial killer ass look I've seen <laughs> Krillin give. Like, I'm going to have to stab this bitch. And you're like, Jesus. But no, he's <laughs> just going to break the controller next episode. But In like the most dangerous way possible. Yeah. <laughs> the objectively worst way. In a way that I think even yeah. Android 16 is like, wait, why didn't you? What the fuck? <laughs> hmm. You could but just like, push her back. Yeah. We are we can see the the through line of how this is gonna go wrong, which is important here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's it's and it's all dominoes that have been set a long time ago of just yeah. knowing who these people are. So it's like, all different Krillin's... versions of horny. Horny for battle, her horny for love. Well, mm-hmm. humili- you know, look, Vegeta's just got a humiliation kink that he can't, doesn't know how to describe, or he doesn't know how to tell anybody about. So he keeps, like, getting his ass kicked by people stronger than him. That's how exactly. you indulge him. That's the and only K- way he can make this And Krillin just wants to be uh, kissed by a ki- ever- who everyone describes as a cute woman. A not unattractive woman. Yeah, a not Yeah, they keep pointing out that they just keep pointing out how hot 18 is, and I'm like, we, we get it. It's the only way to make this story beat work. There's no other moral argument Krillin could make at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Toriyama, totally just to make sure no, you understand, like, just... I drew this character to be sexy. I hope you understand what I'm trying to do. <laughs> God. She's hot. Yeah, do that's... you not understand, you son of a bitch? Yeah. On the whole, uh, these three episodes, I like them a lot in how they set up how this is, like, it, it's finally bringing a lot of pieces together and the next three are going to be knocking them down to get us into the last act of this like arc mm-hmm. We're, we are watching all of the little things start to like click and it is like how fucked everyone's about to be because of it mm-hmm. um and it's that that sense of dread coming into it as you know so many people are about to fuck this up is <laughs> <That laughs> really great to like end these beats on uh, and yeah, it's these are just well done but episodes. Yeah, really good. <laughs> all the piece, all the pieces are coming together. It's going the way that the only way it really could with the two players that decided to show up to the island. Mm-hmm. Is shit that makes me happy. <laughs> just watching people, you know. I enjoy watching other people fail. As do I. I just, I'm just excited to see, I just want to know how this Krillin, I don't know how the Krillin Android 18 stuff happens, I just want to see what is the moment between, um, before she gets absorbed by Imperfect Cell, or Semi-Perfect Cell, um, and like their discussion about him almost murdering her into her coming back <laughs> out of perfect cell and then becoming lovers jumping on his bones yeah like i just i like to we're gonna miss all that actual moments i know for a fact it just world tournament's gonna start for uh, the boost stuff it's just gonna be like yeah we have a kid now i just i just look excited to see that they're together now how did that happen they're together now they're together now and they have a child (laughs) we have the answer is uh don't don't think about it 
We have Marin, this adorable little world, the little and half android child. <laughs> With none of the power. <laughs> well, maybe. Who knows? Who knows, truly. Who knows? Maybe know. being an android is genetic. Yeah, you just pass down a few micro bits, see what happens. <laughs> and boom, Marin's got infinite energy. Marin, too. your whole body's made out of microplastics. You're incredibly <laughs> powerful. <laughs> This makes you the strongest person. Extremely deadly to sea turtles. <laughs> if a I sea mean... turtle tries to eat you, somehow it'll be caught up in one of those <laughs> six-pack re- uh, bottle rings and it'll die instantly. You have this power, Mara. We're sending you out to Use sea. it wisely. Kill those turtles. <laughs> Roshi can't get any stronger. <laughs> Roshi can't get any stronger is my favorite. building a turtle <laughs> army. He's only got the yeah. one because he's lazy. He's putting on two shells now. We don't know how much his power is increasing. <laughs> if his perfect power gets any stronger, yeah, he could do something malicious, actually, instead of being just a goofy creep we all hate. How do you think he held his own in the Tournament of Power? Think. Think. <laughs> just imagine he suddenly has the power of a god. <laughs> uh. Well, I think it's going to do it. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say. This is good shit. <laughs> we can keep talking about the PlayStation note. All-Stars characters. <laughs> you want to go back nah. to that? Oh, yeah, nah, Zeus was in that, podcast. apparently. That's true. That's a whole side podcast episode where we can talk about the audacity of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. You don't like <laughs> Colonel Raddick from Killzone being in there? I don't remember. Yeah, I definitely know who that is. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Colonel Raddick? I played wow. the game he's in, and I don't remember him. <laughs> He's Colonel Rad. <laughs> Please understand. I don't know to Thanks make Thanks, everybody, for joining us on this <laughs> wonderful time. My name is Colonel Raddick, and this is my favorite podcast. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.